This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcaster's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed on this podcast. And as always, listeners' discretion is advised. Hello, Scam Fam. How y'all doing? Your favorite sisters are back. Favorite sisters. And we're back in attack with episode 48, Feeling Great. Oh, you knew? Oh, I'll have it up here. Don't be telling me that. Because I know how to read sometimes. Okay. Because you be struggling sometimes. As do you. (laughs) (laughs) So today, y'all, we have... Something a little different. I feel like we haven't done one of like this before. And we've been doing pretty much some deep ones. And to so, come to think about it, like if it, like a long time ago, a long, long, long time ago. Yeah. If I would have done something like this, I probably would have thought it was legal. <laughs> For our right. It's, it's okay. And mm, no, nah, I wouldn't do that now. Even though I do want to learn how to do this. Now that I know, I will never attempt this. <laughs> right. Because the Why way these people... Look at me like that. Right. Because the way these people... um, The way these people did... The the work people did just to find her over what they did. I'm like, damn, is that serious? Mm-hmm. You would never thought it was that serious. And y'all probably like, what the hell are they talking about? Well, we about to get right into it. You have anything to say this week? What? It's been a long one today. Yeah. It's been a long week. It's been a long week, at least for me. Today almost broke me. It almost broke you. <laughs> But you here, you overcame. I'm tired. And that's all that matters. You not, not allowed to say that no life. more. <laughs> we supposed to be on the beach somewhere, sipping on my ties. <laughs> sipping on my ties with the ties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stop. What? <laughs> Y'all, please forgive her. I'm tired too. You not allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all, because it's 12 a.m. over here in Maryland. Somebody got work in the morning. Who? Me. You work? You know I work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we're doing a case on Lori and Talents. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Lori was born Lori Ann Villanueva. Is that how you say it? Villanueva. I think so. And she was a Filipino American descent and spent most of her childhood moving around from from state to state <laughs> <laughs> because she was a military brat. 
Her father oftentimes was deployed various places around the world. This left her mother alone with her and her siblings. So Lorianne's family eventually settled in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Didn't you used to live there? I lived in Norfolk and I lived in Newport News. I've been to Virginia Beach before. I like it. I like Virginia Beach, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. So they lived so close that they were near the naval base. And they were also near a large, tight-knit Filipino community. Because remember, they're of Filipino descent. So they seem to have been selling in right, right fine. So it's pretty soon... Lori wanted to, you know, fit in even more. And she made this friend. Her name was Trisha, who showed her the ways around the community. The community. The community. The community. Well, Lori loved cars and mechanics and enjoyed working and fixing them up. Clink, 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 clink. Fixing the cars. I hate cars. (laughs) (laughs) You sound irritated. I hate the little car issues. This soon led her into her next hobby. Of car modeling. Ooh, fancy. Frequenting different car shows and becoming a visual presentation for different car brands. Yes. I wanted to do that one time. I don't think I've ever wanted to do that. I wanted to do that one time. But I wanted to do a lot. You know me. I always be trying different stuff. I always have a lot of different hobbies. The stuff I do. Not nothing of car modeling. Oh, I'm like, um, I don't remember that. I don't no, think I've I never done that. I don't think it would <laughs> look if it was an indoor car model, I would, but I don't, don't want to be outside. What car model my, my things are? You inside of on doing car shows. You ever saw those car shows? You inside. When I see the car shows that I've seen in Not Virginia, those types. I know which one you talking about. I always about. see them outside, and there's models there too. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But, um, I'm like, I don't do the indoor one. The bug's going to get you if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but she wasn't just look. She eventually became a car agent. Oh, hey, go ahead. Recruiting other women to also do, be car models. She became very good, well, a very good spokesperson and a marketer for her business. So this was her business. Yeah, she created a business out of it. She eventually went on to make business cards for her business. Which led her to the next hobby of graphic design. She was a busy bee. Yes. She reminded me of me because I always like having my hands in different stuff. I like just, you know. I like to go take naps because people don't leave me alone. That's what I like to do. Who don't leave you alone? People. Who people? It's everybody. It's Maybe kids. you're a highly likable person. I, I need a nap. I need a nap. The, the work, the kids, the people, the uh-huh. work, kids, people. When, where's my nap? You nap. <laughs> <laughs> y'all be thinking them kids be waking me up. Okay, y'all. So in 2010, she met her husband, Pacifico, and they got married. And they soon was making over six figures jointly. And soon kids followed. One of Lori's friends, Rachel Bopp, was <laughs> sorry, <laughs> was in the Navy 
as an admin and met Lori through a Navy friend. They bonded because they both had sons the same age, and at the time they were they were three years old, wonder, and their love for food. I, I wonder where her husband was from. I like that name, Pacifico. He like looked that. like he was Filipino too, as well. Yeah, I like that name a lot. He looked like he could he could have been of Filipino descent too. So they didn't specify. That sounds he like looked a fine. Name. I know. I saw him. I was beeping. I said, "Ooh, <laughs> okay, Lori." But um, so, but Lori loved cooking. That was one of the things her friend said that she loved to cook. And Lori friends will also describe her as being like the full package. Okay, so. She loved nice things. She always had her hair and her nails done. And she always dressed in the best of clothing. So. Hair done, nails done, <laughs> everything. everything but I wish I knew her birthday because, I don't know. So far, she might be giving me Libra vibes. I'm just, you know. She gave me a little Libra vibe. Yeah. She like nice things. Hair done, nails done, everything good. She like her, she like nice things. She like to cook. She like to, you know, she's family oriented. Mm-hmm. In nineteen ninety, sorry, <laughs> in twenty fourteen, while pregnant with her third child, she was placed on bed rest due to having a really bad edema. Well, having really bad edema in her leg and foot. Oh, legs and legs and feet. I'm sorry, y'all. That's you had that with your first one, did you? That was they didn't say. Yeah, was that edema? That was girl. Actually, it was something. It that looked was, bad. That was after I had him. After the C-section. Yeah. That His was feet look bad. Do you want to continue? I they look like monsters. <laughs> My body was going through something. It didn't know how to react to this pregnancy. That first pregnancy didn't know what was going on. My sister I didn't like know what was going on. a whole different person. You look like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like, rah, rah. Rah, 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 rah. You gonna be quiet. (laughs) I made you laughing at how I look when I was pregnant. You'll be done. (laughs) And then y'all wouldn't scratch my feet for me. No, they look like my feet was itching so bad. I don't know what that. They look like they were whole different creatures separate from your body. My body was going through itself. I don't know how to handle this. That baby took everything out of you. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Look at him now. Look, about to be get 16. That. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, I'm adding that to the list. <laughs> mm. Her husband's electrician salary was their only source of income. I thought they made good money. They did, but she was on bed rest. So she no, I'm work. talking about electricians. But maybe it wasn't, I don't know. They lived in a really nice neighborhood, so maybe it was just... Yeah. Not enough. I don't Probably because of the, the decrease in the income yeah couldn't keep up with the lifestyle so uh which was a big change because Lori had been the bread oh she was a breadwinner due to multi her multiple businesses this really caused the couple to hurt financially while she was on bed rest she just so happened to run across a show extreme extreme couponing y'all remember that in 2010 i do because i wanted to do that I was just telling you how I wanted to, uh, you would see all these people buy carts of groceries. I loved it when and I saw it. And it'd be like $500 and then it dropped down with all the coupons. It would drop down to like $5. I just remember that one lady. She had 
a big pantry, like a full huge bar full of girl. It was all just cl- like all laundry stuff. I was like, I want that. I want that for me. And I think I would just sell that and do that for a living. I wouldn't even work. <laughs> <laughs> How would I get this? They made the system, so I'm using it. <laughs> yes. So people that don't know, this show was about women who would collect coupons and even go through great lengths like dumpster diving to get coupons. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, did they do that for the show? Because <laughs> you're just like, no. That's like that show, Extreme Cheapskates. Because that came on around the same time as the Extreme Cheapskates Yeah. Show. So they would like, you, uh, of course, use the uh, coupons um, and get over like a 90% plus discount on the cart. Carts of full groceries and items. And then they would sell their items off for discounts or stock. Or stock them up for themselves for later. If need. I would honestly, I probably would have stocked them for myself. Yeah. Because just, like, I always think in my head, what if there's an emergency and we no, need no. this and I don't got what I need to get it and it's already here. Right. But this gave Lori an idea, y'all. It gave her an idea. Well, well, well. So because Lori wasn't working, she began couponing. Yep. She, she saw that show and she was like, yep, that's an inspiration. Her friend said that they would run around to different stores with the coupons, which was tiring. <laughs> they must have hated Lori. They, they said, damn, I don't want to do this today. Oh, because she was on bed rest, wasn't she? She had to run Well, around. this was when she, this is now after her son. So oh. now she running around because she now she is a stay-at-home mom. So, but of course, this wasn't exhausting to Tori. She loved it. And she loved it so much, she even created a Facebook couponing group. People started joining who share her same passion for couponing. Lori soon was labeled the coupon queen. She would donate stuff to different shelters and charities with her coupon, uh, the stuff she got for coupons, which that was nice to do. I was a couponing group on Facebook. I was too. I think, honestly, and- I used a coupon twice a month. <laughs> You know what? Now I have a story that is related to this. Okay. So I was a part of, I was on this one forum. Okay. And the person has said, go on this one particular clothing website. Right. (laughs) I think, you know what I'm talking about. And hurry up. If you put in this code, you going to get, uh, it was like, you only ended up paying shipping, which was like maybe like 10, $12, but everything was free. This, coupon code was like for influencers or something like that so i did it for all these people was doing like done 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 in this forum right and then all of a sudden i did mine i got all these clothes i put in my cart and i bought it right girl i ain't never get it but some people did a lot of people did they were like i got mine i got mine i got mine they caught it once i did it and then the coupon stopped working (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that happened twice to two different stores. I was you mad because I picked a lot of stuff. I was like, but I didn't go overboard. I think we got caught. This is why. This you is why I got scamming. caught. There was people up there getting hundreds of dollars of stuff. <laughs> and somebody's got a thousand dollars of stuff. I was like, okay, if you got a coupon code, something, t- don't go overboard. <laughs> this is how people get caught. Don't go overboard. They getting. They be like, yeah, I got this in every color, this in every color. You saw that total. Look every at my total. Color. It was like a thousand dollars and something. Mm. Crazy. 
That's how you get caught. Mm-hmm. That's like people that do stuff and then they go back again and then That's they get caught. get caught. Right. So, y'all, Lori, when Lori's friend Trish, her husband, passed away, she would bring over bags of stuff she had gotten while couponing. So, that was really nice of her. This included shampoos, soaps, toothpastes, etc. I don't need all that shit. But... <laughs> she was probably bringing over a bunch of stuff. <laughs> One day while Lori was minding her business, P's and Q's, Lori <laughs> didn't know an admin of another coupon group or couponing group was scooping her out. Scoping. Scoping her out. <laughs> <laughs> they noticed Lori had a large coupon following and that she had a background in marketing and graphic design. They approached her with this proposition. Proposition. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> they showed her a fake coupon, and immediately Lori knew it was fake and called it horrible and told the admin, uh, yes, do a way better job. <laughs> Lori goes and decides... <laughs> designs and comes up with a design that looks like an authentic coupon and the admin was so impressed with her work that she offered to pay Lori to do more yeah. but so like how much how you gonna pay me for these, how much you gonna pay me for these coupons these coupons <laughs> the coupons okay so Lori will go a step further by teaching herself how to make barcodes for coupons. Not only was the barcodes legit, they actually worked. She realized her value and created a new group targeting people who would want to buy her fake coupons. At this point, Lori was so good at what she would do that people in her coupon group would be um, asking her to make a coupon and she can make it for any item they ask for. Isn't that crazy? Mm. Any item. So, no matter how high the item costs. That's wild. So, if it was like a sofa, 50% off this sofa set, <laughs> she could make it. I wonder if people... I was like, no, we don't got don't no deals have, like that going on in this part some, of the store. That's you how some businesses, though, like some stores, everybody asking, y'all hear about this coupon? Y'all hear about this? Just go ahead and give it to them. I'm like, it was probably a lot of that going on. I would have been one of the people that work at the store. Like, we ain't got none of that. Those promotions going on with no coupons. Bye. That used <laughs> to happen at, uh, when I used to work at uh, Taco Bell. People were bringing coupons, but nobody knew where this coupon came from. <laughs> like, <not laughs> and the one manager <laughs> would be like, uh, she, you know the one manager I'm talking about. She would be like, no, we don't take that. But it's it another manager. She'd be like, yeah, just go ahead and give them a... <laughs> <laughs> I think I know the two managers to talk about. Lori was racking in on so much money that she was able to do home improvement projects like a pool, a new roof for a home, even towels uh, being replaced. When she began posting these new additions for her Facebook. To her Facebook, yeah. To her Facebook. That's what I said. You said for. I said to her Facebook. You said for her Facebook. So much so. <laughs> so much so. That's what old people say. To begin. Uh, I, I gotta start this off. Lori was racking in so much money. 
that she was able to do home improvement projects, like a new pool, a new roof for her home, even uh, when you say even tiles being replaced, are you talking about the tiles on the roof or in her home? So the tiles on her home. In her home? No, on the outside. Of the roof? No. They said tile. They called it tiles. Oh. On the outside of her home. What is that called? Siding roof? Siding? They said tiles. Lori began racking in so much money that she was able to do home improvement projects like get a new pool, repair her roof, fix stuff for the outside of her house. She began posting new additions onto her Facebook. So much so that people began to wonder how she was affording all of this. She even caught an eye of the CIC Coupon Information Center, a center dedicated in couponing fraud. Which I did not know existed. Didn't know that either. Like, who's sitting around watching coupons? Cooping people. (laughs) (laughs) In June of 2017, the center gets an email from a tipster stating that... Huh? (laughs) I said a hater. (laughs) Because who goes to... She's doing fraud couponing. Coupon fraud. Who like how miserable you have to be to call in somebody that's doing coupons? Somebody that will, didn't get it right. I See, wonder if it was a it had to be some I feel like it's postal person. I think it was somebody that bought something some from her before. Oh, I she feel like some, she, she put somebody, somebody off. off that's what I think. So stating that they knew someone who had access to a lot of counterfeit coupons. This email landed on the desk of Bud Miller, a coupon cop. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, y'all. Sorry, of CIC. They worked closely with the tipster to figure out who the scammer was and said that the scammer went by the name of Master Chef. Yes. That's odd. Yes. Because, you know, if you're selling fake stuff, you can't use your real name. I mean, she did like to cook. She, she did. You're right. She did like <laughs> to cook. Mm. That, I would have been mad as hell if I found out somebody ratted me out. For some coupon. She probably didn't get, the coupon probably didn't work that she got. And she was like, now <laughs> I'm ratting her out. Or she was yeah. jealous of, because it said she was posting it to Facebook. And a lot of people was. Um, she pissed somebody off. Yeah, she was showing a lot of her. See, that's why you shouldn't showcase what you get on Facebook or anywhere. Because people watching. That's like when I go, if I go somewhere, yeah. I never post until like Right, right, because you just never know. Somebody's always watching. Okay, so y'all. Pretty soon the CIC was able to find images of high value coupon replicas going for around $9 a coupon. They said the graphics of the coupon was top tier. Printed on a quality printer. They noticed their coupons was being used all over the country. So their next step was to track down who MasterChef was and how to track them down. Little did they know MasterChef was hard to track down. In order to enter their quote-unquote group, you have to be vouched for by somebody already in the group. You also have to have a photo ID and proof that you had already used a counterfeit coupon before. (laughs) They say, "Uh uh-uh, you... You're not going to get in here, and I'm going to rat you out if you rat me out, because we both doing dirty right. stuff. So, 
Okay. So, to do this, Bud enlisted the Postal Inspection Department of USPS. And this department, this department is dedicated in postal and mail fraud. When the postal inspector received the call, they were very confused because they didn't even know what the CIC was and that it even existed and that anyone would be willing to investigate something like coupons. Bud reached out to them asking if they would be willing to take on the case. <laughs> coupon well, cop. <laughs> well, little did people know mailing fake coupons will be against federal law and actual and actually would be considered mail fraud. So now y'all know. But was intentionally turned down by USPS <laughs> because initially, yeah. Because he didn't have a dollar amount of the losses and how it affected the community. So they needed to know what yeah. the cost was. Like, is it even a big enough amount to even do Investigate, anything? Investigate, right. They basically said they would they would be willing to work with, with him if he did a little more homework on the scam. All while this was going on, Lori was expanding her business, now expanding to a restaurant and attractions. Went to restaurants and attractions. Yeah, so now she was doing coupons for restaurants and like different attractions. That's crazy. She so said, probably like you get a free Hershey Park coupon or something like that. That's probably she it. wouldn't like me as a worker because I was like, <laughs> we ain't got this promotion going on. You can't get it. We ain't got this. Um, that's probably Charlene what, back you know there. What? That's probably what happened. You think she so? probably she probably got this lady a coupon. Or too many people were going to the same place. And somebody was like, It's not this ain't working. She pissed me off. Yeah. The shit is and I paid my money. And she probably wasn't gonna give them their money back. And she was the person was like, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. So you up there getting the pools and roofs <laughs> done. And I'm sitting here struggling using coupons. And she <laughs> <laughs> she even enlisted her husband to help her mail the orders out meanwhile bud was able to estimate the losses from master chef the master chef's operation by using a coupon service realizing the losses were hundreds of thousands of dollars by 2018 by 2018 the losses were hundreds of thousands shoot sorry (laughs) by 2018 he was able to get back into contact with the postal inspectors to run the case by the U.S. Attorney's Office. The postal inspector went to the cyber squad of the FBI yeah. to see if anyone was willing to take the case. This is wild. Because, <laughs> like, they're doing too much for the coupons. I was just like, whatever. But that's a cute, that's a job. That's a coupon cop. <laughs> investigator, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, <laughs> the postal investigator went to the cyber oh okay they were able to enlist special agent brill of the fbi based out of norfolk virginia okay so y'all brill which is the fbi agent when she got the case she basically said who cares 
<laughs> Same thing I thought. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, but if it's that, but maybe she didn't know that amount yet. Should she know that amount? She was saying, still saying, who cares? She did. She was oh. like, whatever. Okay, it's coupons, basically. So they started, but, you know, she had a job to do. So they started investigating and noticed that the mail had no return uh, address on it, but the scanner, the scanning on the packages pinpoint the mail was being sent from VA Beach. So y'all who's sending y'all mail anonymously don't think we don't know where it's coming from. Because <laughs> we do. <laughs> well, the post office do. <laughs> um, okay. The postal inspectors did? Yeah. They, they, they found out by the barcode on the mail. Did you know that? Huh? I didn't know that barcode would do anything. But I guess it was just there for a reason, right? (laughs) (laughs) So. Gotcha now. (laughs) Gotcha. So the feds interviewed the tipster and the tipster ended up having a picture that the master chef had sent them. So basically they were trying to figure out how to find them. And it was like, damn. And then the tipster was like, well, I do have this picture that Master Chef sent me. And y'all, through that photo, they were able to find the longitude and the latitude of where the photo was taken. That's crazy. Because, of course, if you're taking a picture on your phone, they're able to look up the info of that photo. Isn't that? That's wild. Why would there even be a picture? Cause they they sent her a picture. She the master chef sent a picture to this tipster before, and it was like, look, I got a picture she sent me, and of course, if you go into your phone, you go into info on that photo, you can find everything about that photo. Mm-hmm. And so they put that longitude and latitude. I remember learning about that in school. It was a very boring subject. <laughs> of where the photo was taken. And after placing those numbers to Google Maps, they were able to pinpoint the exact house of where that photo was taken. After running the address through the system, they were able to get the names of the people who owned the house, which ended up being our scammer, Lori, and her husband, Pacifico Talons. After pulling all of her DMV information, they knew it was her. Dun, dun, dun. We gotcha. <laughs> Before they could confront Lori, though they had to build a case, they had to pull up criminal history, work history, and started by doing video surveillance of the property. They noticed a building permit was posted in the front of the home and subpoena the, the permit from the state of VA Beach for all for all the permits that was associated with them was led to them to the contractors that had been working on Lori's home. The contractor said that Lori was very nice and even giving them meal cards for free combo meals. <laughs> At McDonald's? Which we all know they would probably fake. <laughs> they went on to get those cards from you know, the contractor was like, yeah, but I even got some cards that Lori has given me, some mail cards. And so, of course, the investigators said, let me see the mail cards. After they looked 
Adam, they knew they were fake. So the contractor had to hand them over, even though they wanted to keep them. Yeah. So the contractor was like, y'all can't get those back. Like they really wanted those coupons. They was probably getting free meals and all. <laughs> remember I would have been one, mad too. If that I had one, uh, that one scam where, uh, McDonald's was doing, um, those pull off things from Monopoly. Yes. Ago. It was a scam. Somebody was, I don't know if they had fake labels or something, but they were saying that they won and stuff, but they really didn't win. Oh, we might have to cover that. That's a good thing. To, uh, we might have to do that. Hmm. I forgot all about that. Okay, y'all. So after they looked at them, they knew it was fake. So now they had proof. Okay. So now they needed her patterns which would be hard considering that Lori never left her home. So they had to speak to her mail carrier. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the investigators talked to her mail carrier and they found out that her mailbox sometimes were filled with tons of envelopes. After further investigating, they noticed one piece of the mail had a return address for MasterChef Designs which matched the name given by the tipster. They noticed that the address to the MasterChef designs was an address out of Laurel, Maryland. So, of course, what did they do? Ring, ring. They called Laurel, Maryland, but they found out it was a fake address. So now they had to confirm that they were the actual people placing those letters in the mailbox. Okay. They had to actually find that they were the actual people. So they were able to set up a camera placed on a telephone pole and placed it directly at her house. Within a week, they were able to get her placed, seeing the letters in the mailbox and putting the flag up. Gotcha. (laughs) They even did a trash pull by digging through her trash. They did this by contacting the dump. And they provided the investigators with a clean dump truck. And what a clean dump truck is, basically, they come past the house. They only pick up her mail. I mean, they only pick up her trash. is an empty dump truck. And then they go off to a different location. And this at this location, this is where the investigators were able to actually get into the mail truck and dig out. <laughs> dig out and pick through her mail. The, and mind you, the investigators said it was hot and musty. Of course, (laughs) it's trash. (laughs) But their main focus was the coupons. So they found the coupon supplies, even coupons she had messed up on. So gotcha. Now they had enough for a search warrant and a raid of her home. Oh my gosh. That's sad because of the kids. That's traumatizing. Mm -hmm. All those coupons. In May, the FBI raided the home. They rang the doorbell, banged on her door, and even called Lori's cell phone in order for her to come to the top. To the door. Oh, <laughs> I was like, to the top. <laughs> to the door. When she finally answered, the FBI rushed in, in to secure the home and searched the home. They found the coupons in every part of her home. Floors, cabinets, and even pockets of her clothing. When... They went inside the car of, when they went inside of her car, there were also coupons stuffed in the, the crevices. crevices. 
after after counting the worth of every coupon, they <laughs> there was a total of millions of dollars worth of coupons confiscated, confiscated from from her. The computer and cell phone was also taken. Her computer had over thirteen thousand photos of coupons. Next was to question Lori. When asked how envelopes of couponing got into her mailbox, she did not she denied it. But after the FBI showed her the video footage of her putting the coupons in the mailbox, she knew the jig was up. At the point she asked for a lawyer at that point she asked for a lawyer. Lori watched as the FBI took boxes of coupons out of her home. Yeah. And so she was given a choice of whether she wanted to leave or stay or not. And she said she wanted to stay there because of the kids at the time for them to question her or whatever. Which is, that's sad. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. When y'all scheme and scam or commit a crime, think about how y'all children don't feel. Okay. With you not being there. Right. So, <laughs> and that's my TED talk. <laughs> so, Lori's friends were shocked. And Lori, Lori told authorities she wanted to speak to them after she got legal counsel. She provided to them how she got started and how she operated her groups. She told them how she learned how to barcode. And in an interview, her husband admitted he knew about it and mailed the coupons, even suggested that they start shipping the coupons at the house mailbox. So he the reason they got she got caught. Mm-hmm. So, because, <laughs> by the way, y'all, he was actually taking boxes and boxes of packages to the post office himself. But he eventually didn't want to do that no more. So that's when he suggested they do it at their house. So the FBI finally was able to get the total amount of losses from the coupons and it equaled up to $31.8 million. Hmm. Both Lori and her husband was charged with mail fraud and over 800 companies were affected. One company in particular lost $8 million from Lori's coupon operation. Lori was plastered everywhere on the news, radio, and just everywhere. <laughs> Lori cooperated and ended up pleading guilty to mail fraud and wire fraud. She was sentenced to 12 years in prison. Her husband also pled guilty for mail fraud and he got seven years. That's crazy considering all he did was but he was helping. But all he did was mail it. Mail that's, it out. That's, that's, helping. that's committed the actual seven act. Years. That's com- that That's billions, millions of dollars. Like if it's if it's over, I would say I ain't know what I was mailing. If it's over, somebody had to take care of the kids. If it's under a certain amount of money, then you might not get locked up. But that's way far away from what they were doing. I would have said I ain't know what I was mailing. I was just taking it for my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is another case that did that. Remember, they say, "Oh, we didn't know they was doing that." That's crazy. Lori's accomplices will also be investigated and charged. Lori's kids are now being raised by her parents five hours away from her prison. She is 41 years old. Well, she was 41 years old when she went to jail, and she will be 51 when she gets out. 
53 when she gets out. The <laughs> end. <laughs> the end. Oh, the end. <laughs> okay, y'all. So that was the story of Lori and Talons and her coupon scam. And did you know that you could be arrested for something so small as you would think it would be? I would think it would be something small. But obviously, it was not because that was millions. That, that was a lot. That's, I mean, some people, they like whatever. It's big corporations. They'll get their money back, which true. She wouldn't like me because I would have been one of the Look, which true. <laughs> Not me. I would have been on the other side probably buying coupons from I ain't even going to lie. No, I would have been an employee at the place. Like, we ain't got that promotion <laughs> going on. We got... Oh, where you got the coupons at, Lori? You got more of these? You ain't getting no coucher for 50% off. Like, Take it out of my commission. Where you get this from, girl? Because <laughs> you know me. I love a good deal. You would have been right up there. <laughs> Being investigated yes, with the I did. I the one that told on you, Lori. <laughs> Remember that time you gave me a free Disney? And it didn't work. Flew all the way down to Florida. Flew all the way down to Florida with my in. five kids and you it didn't work. Oh my God. And I would have been up here like, everybody was like, why can't they come to work? I don't know. <laughs> calling me snot running down your nose. Tyra. <laughs> got you for what? Look, I would have hung right up on you. Like, I don't know. Look, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> for the things that I've done. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're running. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. They were like, oh, something ain't right with that one. Ooh, that video of that man singing. You're right around sorry, sorry. <laughs> and they gave him like 15 years. They didn't even care. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. So tell us what y'all think about Lori Talents. And who do you think was to blame on this? Do you think it was that person that sent her that message that one day asking her to make those fake coupons? I think it was Lori's fault. Do you think it was the tipster's fault? Mm-mm. Do you think it was her husband for suggesting that they mail out the things at her home? But you know what? Because if they didn't have proof that she was putting it in the mailbox. But still, they have... I guess they could they have, have picked proof. photos they of had, him with packages. And they would have had even better evidence of him going to the post office. True. But they wouldn't know what post office he sent it to. Those they have those things have trackers on them. Some don't have cameras. But they still have trackers on them. What have trackers on them? The the scanning thing. Oh well, true. They would have got caught eventually. You right. You right. Now but just you because know, I'm trying to find says, a loophole. Now just because somebody <laughs> says come and sell drugs, don't mean you gotta go and do it. Now look at what she did. She went and was getting in there with the coupon business. She said she probably said a coupon. She didn't know that Bud was on her. Tell <laughs> coupon cop, but wise gotcha. And he looked like somebody that will come after you too. I'm gonna come for you. This is my job, and I take it still. I am the coupon cop. I mean, yeah. that would really hurt the economy. I mean, like, it might be a big corporation, but eventually, it's gonna something's gonna trickle down. Everybody here for coming in with free. I do it for some groceries. 
these grocery prices. <laughs> By the way, y'all, y'all might have noticed a new ad in our uh, podcast. If y'all knew how many takes it took us to do oh, we had that time. we had a good time we was in tears we recorded it about 18 times and they all was funny we just could not get past a certain point <laughs> and the ad was supposed to have a ka-ching sound in it but none of us were mature enough to it almost had it in there because the ka-ching every time a ka-ching we lost it in laughter with tears in our eyes not down our nose and the one time we got ready for it, it didn't even go to a chain. It went to a whole nother different thing. It went to Terry Joe. And then it went to it went to Kachin. <laughs> so yeah. So tell us what y'all think about that. And we will be back next week with another episode. Episode. So follow us. Give us some reviews. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Fan, for another episode, episode 48. We will be back with episode 49. Feeling fine. And we out this, because it's almost 1 o'clock in the morning. Someone's got to work. Who? Me. (laughs) Whatever.